Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Stable Mama Podcast. Today, I have just an amazing treat for you guys today. I am ridiculously excited for this particular episode. We have the one, the only, Lauren Golden. For those of you that do not know her, uh, one, you should because she's amazing, but let me tell you a little about her. She is the fearless leader of the Stable Mama movement and a thriving community of tens of thousands of women who don't wanna choose between family and financial stability. Her mission is simple. Lauren wants to ensure that no mother ever has to sacrifice time with her babies in order to provide for them. Lauren is also a Two Comma Club Award winner and a number one international best-selling author. In her book, The Free Mama, How to Work from Home, Control Your Schedule, and Make More Money, she shares her own story along with plenty of practical advice for anyone looking to leave the nine to five behind and make a real living from home. Oh my goodness, you got to join me in welcoming her. Hi! Thank you so much. What an introduction. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Since you like put your interview on my schedule, I have like been counting down the days to this interview. (laughs) And it's been like a month. We've been waiting for a while. (laughs) It has. I know. Like as soon as it popped up, I was like, oh my goodness. Like this is the one. This is the interview. I'm so excited. We're here. We're here. We got our game face on. We're ready to give. Yes. All right. Well, we have a tradition here on the Stable Mama podcast, and I can't wait to ask you the question. But basically, we want to know that one question. How do you do it? How do you keep stability in your life as you build your amazing business? Such a great question, by the way. And I'm going to say something that might make us lose a few of your listeners, which are like, "Ah, no, why would you do that to me? Like, this is my podcast. But stay with me. The reason why I say that is because the reason I love this question is because this is something that is kind of intuitive to me. So it's something a lot of people struggle with, but it's something that's kind of intuitive to me. And I say that to let you know that you need to listen. If we haven't lost you already by like this, it's easy for her. Like, what are you talking about? Like, if you're still here with me, the reason you need to listen to me is because I know what I'm talking about because I'm good at this stuff and I've been implementing it and it's had really big effects in my life. So like the number one thing, like I can really summarize this down to one word and it's habits. So we have to have better habits. And and then that has like words that like it implies certain things, right? So like for habits, you might think of routines, for example. So like a morning routine or how you get your kids ready for school in the day, or just like what your calendar looks like on a Monday versus a Saturday. I am a creature of habit and I thrive on routines. And because of that, you know this about me. If you're listening to me for the first time, you may not know my love language. My love language consists of three words. It's communication, expectations, and boundaries. And the beautiful thing about habits and routines is that everybody knows what to expect. 
Awesome. Okay. So my favorite example is my morning routine. A lot of moms struggle in the morning, right? Like you, you're getting kids up, you're getting them dressed. Maybe you're getting them off to school. And it's where I see a lot of people struggle. And the bad thing about having an unstable morning or a lack of a morning routine is that a lot of times it can stay with you the entire day, right? Like if your morning is rough, like you're carrying that with you into the office or you're carrying it with you to the barista at Starbucks or like whatever's next for you. Like you're carrying that with you through the day. And it can be hard to like shake that off when your morning is not peaceful or stable as you like to say, right? Like you don't know. And the reason why that happens, I think is when people don't know what to expect. You wake up and there's no plan. There's no habits built into what to expect. So my morning routines are actually really amazing. And we've had to change them over time as, as I've gone from a nine to five to working from home to moving to not having school age children to now having two of my three kids in like real deal big kid elementary school from my husband being a stay at home dad temporarily to him going back to work. So our routines, our habits, these things evolve over time but it's important that we strive to have them because then everybody knows what's, what to expect. So like my husband expects to be in charge of breakfast. My kids expect that they are not able to come downstairs and eat breakfast until they put their clothes on. That's right. I don't dress my children anymore. They are three, five, and seven, and they are fully capable, tiny human beings. And that is one less thing for me to worry about. And this didn't happen overnight. It took training, but because that expectation's there, there is no fight. There is no argument. There is no, who's going to do this? What's this going to look like? Right? Like my big kids expect to make their own lunch because it's a routine that we've built in. And now they don't have to ask. I don't have to remind them it's become a habit because we laid that foundation early on so that everybody knew what their role was. And, and I do mean everybody, everybody contributes. So it's not mom having to do everything, which is what I see so many women doing. And it's why they feel like their mornings are chaotic. It's why they feel rushed or like they're arguing. And it doesn't have to be that way. Yes, you have to work towards creating these, these systems or habits or routines or fill in the blank, whatever word you want to say. But without them, your life will continue to feel chaotic. You will not know what to expect and neither will the people in your family. And that's when disappointment happens. That's when arguments happen. And so that's, that's, that's how we do it over here. And it's not to say we don't have seasons of life where like, you know, the seven-year-old won't wear a certain pair of shoes to school. And so, or there's drama or whatever, like we're still humans. Like we still have life issues and parenting issues, but because we've laid the foundation to have these really strong habits and create routines that are positive and benefit us and are here's a good one, are collaborative, meaning mom's not doing everything for everyone. I actually, morning is actually one of my most favorite times of day in our house. Wow. That's a huge statement because the majority of people I know hate mornings. <laughs> I mean, go to bed earlier would be one thing. <laughs> and and um, yeah, get, get some good iced coffee and like, get the buy-in from your family to work together to give everybody responsibilities that they can count on. One other thing I didn't share with you, Joanna, is that my, my big kids, they have chores every morning. They know they have to feed the cat. They know they have to take the recycling out. They know they have to unload the dishwasher. Three things every morning. Did this happen overnight? No. But did it take a year? No. It took like maybe like a week of eye rolls and then like a week or two of reminding and now I barely even have to say, I mean, really, they're so on top of it. And it's a blessing because it's three less things I have to do every day. So I don't have to carry that responsibility and, and the stress. 
and then kind of take that resentment out on my family for not contributing. No, that's huge. The, the more stressed we are, the more we take on our shoulders, the less quality time that we have with our family because there's that stress in it. Totally. And there can be strain in, in, in marriages, relationships with your children, because we become resentful when we feel like we're carrying more weight. And, you know, I think 50-50 is also unrealistic expectations, but knowing that everybody's the buy-in and that everybody's contributing in ways um, is really powerful. And one, one uh, piece of pushback that I always get when I share this kind of advice is like, well, when my kids feed the cat, and I'm just giving an example for my life, but like, well, when my kids feed the pet, like the food ends up all over the floor or like they put stuff away in the wrong spot from the dishwasher. Like these are all excuses that allow us to continue to be control freaks. And you, it, that's not a badge of honor. Like you don't, like, I, I get it. Like your kid might not put the dishes away as good as you or fold the laundry or whatever thing you're wanting them to do. But the point is they're doing it. And not only is it, is it, something you now don't have to do, but you're also teaching your child to be more responsible. Like in my mind, like this is one of our main jobs as a parent is to teach them these things, like how to contribute to the home, to know that they're a part of a, a thing that's bigger than themselves and that not everything's going to be done for them. And so there's just, and by the way, like they'll get better. Like tell them like, here's the bowl, like pull, hold, pull it carefully. Like, but you have to be patient, which is not my strong suit, but you have to be patient so that you can teach them so that they can be equipped to get it right. You see, ladies, I wasn't lying. This woman is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to keep them hanging and we're going to keep the rest of this amazing interview for another episode. But ladies, like I said, I didn't disappoint. She gave you so much wonderful things to, to think about and put into action until then. So thank you so much, Lauren. And I can't wait to continue this. See you soon. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.